Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Monday, June the 5th, 2023. It is currently 3.27 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. So, I have a very important question. How goes your study of the book of Jeremiah? How goes your study? How goes your reading of the book of Jeremiah? Remember, this is the summer of Jeremiah, right? The summer of 2023, we are dedicating to the book of Jeremiah and Lamentations. Obviously, Jeremiah is where we're going to spend most of our time. So this is really the summer of Jeremiah. How goes your study of the book? How goes your reading of the book? How many times did you read chapter one? How many times did you read chapter two? What are you learning? What are you struggling with? What questions do you have? Have you been doing your homework? I mean, so many questions, but how goes the study? But here is the most important question. Have you noticed? Have you been, have you seen any spiritual benefit in your life? Have you been convicted? Have you been challenged? Have you learned something to make you think differently in regards to it? How goes your spiritual life so far in the summer of 2023? Have you seen any improvements? Have you seen anything, anything going better for you? Because really that's what we're trying to make this summer of 2023, studying the book of Jeremiah. We're trying to do so. Yes, we want to learn the book. Yes, we want to learn and deal with all of the issues related to it, but we really want it to be a time of great spiritual growth, a time of spiritual conviction, a time of moving in a better direction spiritually. It's obviously we'll have our ups and downs, but that's what we are trying to accomplish. So I hope that you have been enjoying the study. I hope you've been participating. I hope you've been listening to all of the teaching, but I wanted to take the time to turn on the microphone this afternoon because it's Monday early in the week. And kind of say, hey, this is a little bit of where we've been. This is where we are. This is where we're going. This is what you need to focus on and then possibly give you, I don't really, not necessarily, maybe it's an assignment, depending if you've done the assignment. Some of you have already done it because you heard, you heard me mention it on the today's focus, but I'll try, try to maybe, add, you know, try to clarify the assignment so that everyone can really work on it. But are you ready? Okay. Here we go. If by chance, you have looked at the Explore the Bible Personal Study Guide for the summer of 2023. Obviously, they're studying the book of Jeremiah, and we're following kind of their their schedule. We're kind of following uh, the way they are approaching the book. Now, you, you have to realize something. If we're studying the book of Jeremiah for the summer of 2023, that gives us basically three months to study the entire book. There's no way then we can go verse, verse by verse in any true way and accomplish that. So far, I, we have not skipped anything. So far, we've been very, I think, diligent to study and cover as much as possible, but we're going to have to make decisions. Now, if you look at the, the Explore the Bible Personal Study Guide, you'll notice that week one, they covered Jeremiah chapter one, verses four through 19. I think we did a very good job of covering basically all of chapter one. 
Then, for week number two, they covered Jeremiah chapter 2, verses 1 through 13, and I think we've done a very good job of not only covering those, those 13 verses, we spent a lot, we spent an hour last night, one hour last night, looking at Jeremiah chapter 2, if you will remember, we looked at verses 14 through 19, and we didn't get all the way down to verse uh, 19, but we looked carefully at Jeremiah 2, verse 14, 15, 16, and a little bit of 17. Maybe maybe we didn't even get quite down to 18, but we definitely looked at that section. We brought up all of the issues, the difficulties of Jeremiah 2, 14 through 19, and I, I think so I think we did a very good job, which leaves us now trying to look at verses 20 to 37, 20 to 37. But you'll notice the study guide, if, if you have the study guide or if you've looked at it, they take a different approach. So session two, week two of the study, they cover Jeremiah 2, 1 through 13. And then if you go to week three, look what they do. They jump to chapter seven. They literally skip three four, five, and six. There's no way I can let that, (laughs) there's no way that can happen. There's no way. There's no way. So that means it's up to us now to figure out how to approach the the rest of these chapters. Now, I understand we're going to have to skip things, but there's just no way. I'm just going to be, I mean, there's just no way. I don't care. I don't care if it prevents us from finishing the book. We will not skip Jeremiah chapter three, because I think it's an absolutely key chapter to a major theme in the book that cannot be overlooked or ignored. So here is what I want you to do. All right. So obviously this, this is the key. From t- from today till next Sunday evening, the goal is going to be covering as much as we can between Jeremiah chapter 2, right, all the way to chapter 6. 2 to 6, we're going to try to cover everything we can between 2 and 6, and we'll try to throw in a little bit of chapter 7 at some point. But we're really going, we're going to make the use, hopefully, of Wednesday night at Victory Baptist Church to work a little bit, maybe to finish up chapter 2. Then Sunday morning at Victory Baptist Church, we're going to dedicate at least the first hour, maybe the first two hours to chapter 3, possibly. And then Sunday night, Maybe we can do some kind of overview of four, five, and six. Now, that's going to put us a little bit behind on chapter seven, but then we'll have to figure out what to do. But we've got a, we've got a big, this is going to be a very important week in the study. I don't want anyone to fall behind, so I'm going to do everything I can to help you. So are you ready? Here is what you need to do, all right? Here's what you need to do. The first thing you need to do, is I want you to really think about. Now, this this doesn't require any major homework assignment, but I want you to just really think about it. If you want to, you know, spend some time working on this and a writing assignment, then by all means to do this. You don't, this is not something you have to necessarily turn in, but I want you, the reason I always say writing is, is it forces you to, to do, I think, it forces more thinking, right? The more you write, the more you think. If you just sit there for a few minutes and go, okay, I meditated on it. No, I think when you have to really think about it and then put those thoughts into writing, it's much more beneficial for you, not only 
academically, but definitely spiritually as well. So I hope you'll spend some time writing. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take your Bible. I want you to look at Jeremiah chapter 2, and I want you to notice the following phrases found in some specific verses, all right? The first thing I want you to write down is Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 5, where we read these words. Thus saith the Lord, what iniquity have your fathers found in me that they are gone far from me and have walked after vanity? I want you to write down the phrase, walked after vanity, Jeremiah 2, 5. Now, the reason I'm going to, I'm ripping some of these I'm not necessarily trying to rip these phrases out of context, but I'm using these phrases, not really focusing on the context is because we spent three hours this past Sunday working on the context. So I feel comfortable doing that now, right? But I want you to write down the phrase walking or walked after vanity. And I want you to think long and hard about your life and how you have walked after vanity in the past how you may be walking after vanity in the present and what you could possibly do to avoid that in the future. And what ways have you walked after vanity in the past? How maybe, how are you currently walking after vanity and what can you do to change that in the future? What does it mean to walk after vanity? If you, have to rem- if you have to look up the Hebrew words again, please do that. If you want to look up commentaries, what does it mean to walk after vanity? All right. Then I want you to look at Jeremiah 2, 8. All right. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 8. The priest said not, where is the Lord? And they that handled the law knew me not. The pastors also transgressed against me and the prophets prophesied by Baal and walked after things that do not profit. I want you to write down the phrase, walked after things that do not profit. Walked after things that do not profit. I want you to write down that phrase, walked after things that do not profit. And I want you to then once again, ask yourself, how have you in the past walked after things that do not profit? How are you presently walking after things that do not profit? And how can you change that in the future? Now, there's going to be somewhat of an overlap between those two, walking after vanity, walking after things that do not profit. But I want you to just write them down separately. Look, if it's the same specific thing, if it's the same, then that's okay. You don't have to, you know, write it out twice, but I want you to really just consider what does it mean to walk after vanity? How have you done it in the past? How are you doing it in the present? What does it mean to walk after those things that do not profit? And do you see a distinction between them? All right. And then just, you can write this one down as well. Jeremiah 2.11, because it's just, it's a repeat. Jeremiah 2.11 Hath, um, well, maybe there's a little d- a different distinction. Those are walking after vanity, walking after things that do not profit. Look at the difference here in Jeremiah 2.11. Hath a nation changed their gods? Which are ye, which, okay, let me read this again. Jeremiah 2.11. Hath a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people, Judah, Israel, have changed their glory for that which does not profit. They have changed their glory for that which does not profit. I've got another Bible down here. Let me grab it. Let me grab it. Let's look at the this phrase in a different translation. They say it this way, all right? 
You, uh, yet my people have exchanged their glory for useless idols. Here's what I want you to know. Here's what I want you to think. Okay, in what ways have you walked after vanity in the past, and how are you doing it in the present? And what ways have you walked after that which does not profit in the past, and you're doing that in the present? And in what ways have you exchanged that which would be of glory for that which does not profit? So how have you walked after vanity? How have you walked after things that do not profit? And how have you, how have you exchanged? You made a, you made an exchange. Hey, here is something that is, in a sense, glory. Now you can try to figure out exactly how you should understand that. Here is something that would bring God glory. Here's something about God's glory. And I'm going to exchange it for that which does not profit. Now they're all, all three very, very similar, but I want you to just note Two of them are walking after. One is an exchange takes place. And so I want you to know, how have you done it? How are you doing it? And then what can you do to change that in the future? I think that's, I think that's very, very important. And I, and I hope you'll give that much consideration, much consideration. So I just want you to write down those phrases and just really ponder those things. All right. Walked after vanity. Walked after things that do not profit and change glory for that which does not profit. Jeremiah 2, 5, 2, 8, and 2, 11. I want you to just write down those phrases and write down the references and really, really, really give it serious thought. Now, the only problem with these kinds of assignments, I hate these kinds of assignments for this reason, is because deep down in my heart, I know that most people are not going to participate in these assignments, right? They're not. Because it's not, it's not like, okay, write, you know, give me an outline or look up this. Those are the kind of assignments that you can get at least some people to participate because they're very specific. They're not, in a sense, so vague. They're not open-ended. Give me, find all the verses that talk about this and then outline what we learn from that. Like, that's something very specific. This isn't a much more vague. This is more about self you know, uh, inspecting yourself, looking inward. This is more thinking and meditating. But that's a key element in spiritual growth is that looking at yourself, meditating, thinking. Um, so this is not something that, you know, I'm looking for some like college paper. I don't even, I don't, you don't even need, you can just grab your own journal and just write this down. Here is how, how I have walked after vanity. In the past, here's how I'm doing it in the present. Here's how I walked after things of no profit in the past. And here's how I'm doing it in the present. And here's how I exchanged glory for that which does not profit in the past and how I'm doing it in the present. And here's how I'm going to change all three. Here's, here's the steps I'm going to try to take. But I, I think most people want, so I know in some ways it's a, Am I, am I pursuing vanity by trying to get people to do an assignment that I know most will not engage in? Most may not, but maybe one or two people will, and then maybe it will be greatly beneficial to them. Now, I, I think you're going, I, what I want you to do is see some of the struggle that you're going to have, because there's going to be a little bit of a struggle. And what do I mean by that? There's going to be a little bit of you that's going to be like, well, wait, what does it mean to walk after vanity? What does it mean to really walk after that which doesn't profit? What does it really mean to exchange glory for that which does not profit? And you're going to have a hard time. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday at Victory Baptist Church. Like one person will say, you are pursuing that which is vain and does not profit. While they do things that you could look at and go, well, 
that does not profit. So exactly what does it mean? How do we understand that? So I, I hope you give it serious thought, right? Then here's what I want you to do. I want you to read carefully chapter 2, verse 20, to the end of chapter 6. I need you to make that a reading priority starting right now. Chapter 2, verse 20, to the end of chapter 6, which is, I do have to look, I apologize, I should know this, but I do have to look, which is verse 30. Chapter 2, verse 20 to chapter 6, verse 30. I want you to read that. Just read it and read it and read it and read it and listen to it and read it. I know when I say that. Once again, I know how people think, come on, I'm not going to listen to it over and over and over. I'm not going to read it over and over and over because you just, what you're ready to move on. But I cannot stress the more you live in it, the more it becomes a part of you. The more you read, the more you see. The more you observe, the better you can understand and interpret. But I really need you to spend the time in those those chapters this week. I need you to just live in those chapters. 2.20 to chapter 6, verse 30. Just live in it. Live in it. Live. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. And read it. And then read it. And then read it some more. And then read it some more. And then read it a couple of more times. Now, you'll notice in chapter 2, you'll notice in chapter 2, starting in verse 19. Now, we didn't get here last night, but this is, I want you to go back to chapter 2, verse 19, because this really kicks off, I guess you would call this the kind of the biggest assignment that you will have this week, other than the reading assignment. The other is just you meditating and writing some things down about you walking after vanity and and walking and, and walking after things that do not profit and exchanging glory for that which does not profit. That's just, that's not much work. Then the reading is simple. You just read or you can listen to it on one of the Bible apps. That's all simple stuff. But this part of the assignment, I've already, I kind of gave everyone a head start on this, right? Uh, because I, I, I mentioned it on a Today's Focus episode, but this is where I really, really, so for some of you, you've already done it. The work's already done. For others, this is where going to be the big assignment for this week. Here we go. Chapter 2, verse 19. Thine own wickedness shall correct thee, and thy backslidings shall reprove thee. I want you to write down the word backsliding backsliding. Backsliding is a major theme in the book of Jeremiah, and it's your job this week to pursue that theme with everything you have. I want you to find every verse in the book of Jeremiah that mentions backsliding, backslidings, backslider, any variation of the word backsliding. I want you to find all the verses and I simply want you to summarize what the book of Jeremiah teaches on the subject of backsliding. I want you to summarize what the verses teach. I don't want you to go look what someone else found. What did you find about the subject of backsliding in the scriptures alone? Let me give you an example. 
Here's from With the Word devotional commentary. And when you turn to Jeremiah chapter 3, this is what they say. The word backsliding is used seven times in this chapter. Judah was gradually sliding away from the Lord and ignoring his loving pleas. What is backsliding like? So they claim that backsliding is used seven times in chapter three. That's why we cannot skip chapter three. We can't. We can't just go from chapter two to chapter seven. It's just, it cannot happen. I understand that any any kind of curriculum has to pick and choose what they're going to cover. For us, we will not we will not skip chapter three because we need to become experts on what backsliding is, what it isn't, because that phrase has been used a lot in church history in the past. And I think people do all kinds of weird things with it. So we want to see what it says. They have a little box here in the devotional which this says this. Backsliding is an Old Testament word used only by Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Hosea. So only three Old Testament authors use the term Isaiah, Hosea, and Jeremiah. According to them, according to this, you can figure out for yourself, it means disloyalty faithlessness. So backsliding seems to, according to them, means disloyalty and faithlessness, if I can read correctly. Most Christians do not jump into sin and get away from God's will. They gradually decline spiritually and find themselves in trouble and wonder how it happened. They leave their first love, start living for the flesh and not the spirit. That is why our Lord admonished us to watch and pray. When we least expect it, the germ of sin can enter the system. I want us to figure out what backsliding actually is, what it isn't, and how do we understand it? Because only three Old Testament uh, writers seem to use it, Isaiah, Hosea, and Jeremiah. Jeremiah seems to be the one that uses it the most, possibly, according to them, seven times in chapter three alone. You will have to determine how many times is it actually mentioned in the book of Jeremiah And then I want you to just summarize what you learn about backsliding in the book of Jeremiah alone. Now, feel free every time the word backslide, backsliders, backsliding, whatever tense, however it's used, whatever form you find it, feel free to look up the Hebrew words just to see, do they all mean the same thing? Or is it, wait a minute, this is a completely different Hebrew word with that and it has a completely different meaning. You feel free to do a little bit of work on that as well. Become an expert on backsliding in the book of Jeremiah. I cannot stress that is a big assignment this week. Now, someone, in fact, I think I still have their email. They sent me a lot of their work on this. Let's see if I can find the email. See if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, here it is. They sent it to me on May the 26th. And they sent me like uh, four, I think it's four pages here. Um, 
I think I think they send me four pages, four notebook pages of their work on the book of Jeremiah and on the subject of backsliding. So they're 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 way ahead of everyone, but I need everyone else to do that. I need everyone else to make that a priority. Now, if you'll notice, I gave you passages in chapter two about walking after vanity, about walking after that which does not profit, about exchanging glory for that which does not profit. Is is that backsliding, just not using the term? I mean, I, I can at least throw that concept out there. There you go. That's that's your that's your homework. So I want you to write down the phrase walked after vanity to uh, Jeremiah 2:5, walked after things that do not that don't profit, Jeremiah 2:8, change glory for that which does not profit 2:11. I want you to write down those phrases. I want you to ask yourself, how have you walked after vanity in the past? How are you doing it in the present? How have you walked after things that do not profit in the past? How are you doing it in the present? And how have you ex- basically changed or exchanged glory for that which does not profit? And uh, how have you done that in the past? How are you doing it in the present? And when you consider those three things, what can you do in the future to change that, to go against it, to, to go a different direction? Okay, I want you to read chapter 2, verse 20, to chapter 6, verse 30. I want you to read that over and 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 over. Now, this is very important. As you're reading that, if there's certain parts that you don't understand, certain things that jump out at you that you want me to cover, you need to send that to me sooner rather than later because I'm going to have to make you know editorial decisions of what we cover and don't cover. Obviously, I think I've made it very clear we're covering chapter 3. No matter what, we're covering chapter three. That like, I, I'm just already committed to that chapter. Four, five, and six, we may offer some kind of summary. Then chapter seven, according to the study guide, they want us to cover verses one through 15. So we'll at least cover the first part of chapter seven. And then after chapter seven, they jump to chapter 12. They've got these big jumps in it. So we're going to have to be trying to fill in the gaps to some level, to some part. That means we're not going to be able to cover every little thing, but we're going to do our very best so that you get the most comprehensive understanding of Jeremiah in a three-month period that's humanly possible. So I want you to read chapter 2, verse 20, to chapter 6, verse 30. I need you to read it over and over and over and over and over again. But if there's parts in there that jump out at you, if you tell me, then we'll just say, hey, hey, look, I got two emails. That they, they want me to cover this. We're going to cover it. Like you, you'll just, you'll be the one driving the ship. You'll be the one driving the study. Other people can complain, but I'll be like, you didn't email me, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Now you can always email me, news, if at yahoo.com. News, if at yahoo.com. News, if at yahoo.com. I will say that the backsliding subject may be the most important subject, subject from a practical standpoint so that we can possibly see how backsliding impacts us, how it has impacted us in the past, and how we can avoid it in the future. And I think that those phrases, I think those phrases 
walked after vanity, walked after that does not profit, exchange glory for that does not profit. I cannot express to you the, I think the significance of those phrases. That's why I'm connecting it with the backsliding assignment because you'll see, you know, you'll, I think you, you'll be able to see why on your own. Because we want to see in your Christian life and my Christian life, in your church and my church, are we going backwards spiritually or are we moving forward? I, I don't think there's ever any really standing still per se. I don't know if we ever really, I think we're always, we're always in flux. I think there's times we're taking three steps forward and times we're taking two steps back. Sometimes we're taking two steps forward and three steps back. I think it's always a constant struggle. I mean, because we have a sinful nature inside. Good. Just think about it. The sinful nature wants to go backwards. <laughs> okay. It doesn't want to go forward spiritually. So there's that never ending struggle. I kind of want to do some teaching right now, but I can't. I mean, I, I did three hours of teaching yesterday. So there you have it. All right. Thanks for listening. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. The person I pay $200 to say nice things, uh, they just said uh, thank you. So they did that only to get the money. They didn't really mean it. So I have to send them a check for $200. It's really not. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. I think we're good. I think we're good. I'm looking around. I got, there's so much. Yeah, there's, there's, okay. I'm not going to, there was one more assignment that I wanted to add, but I'm not going to add that right now. We'll do that as we get later into the week, right? We get later into the week. We'll get later into the week. We'll probably, uh, we may throw in the assignment on Wednesday or Thursday. That'll be an easy assignment. It won't be hard. All you're going to have to do is listen to something, but I'll explain how to do it. Uh, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Kind of wish I would have added it now, but I'm not going to do it now. All right, email me, newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy, study, and hopefully spiritually benefit from the summer of 2023 where we are focusing on the book of Jeremiah. May God bless the reading and study of his word. Thanks for listening.